Welcome to Night TV Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Jinguela, everyone. And uh, yeah, thank you again. Now, Naomi, we're catching up in the context of uh, NITV's 10th anniversary as a free-to-air channel telling First Nations stories by First Nations people to all Australian households as part of uh, SBS. What's your reflection on uh, this uh, milestone? I actually uh, started working for NITV in 2008 in the early days after I'd finished some years working for the Crew Mail way back then. And uh, to see um, NITV evolve into the platform that it is today over the many, many years with the support of so many people, including, you know, some of those uh, trailblazers within the Indigenous media sector, those that have come before us to make sure that a platform like NITV, to be able to be free to air for our people and communities around the country, uh, that support has been, you know, absolutely uh, invaluable to making sure that NITV has been able to, uh, you know, be on our TV screens uh, for 10 years uh, free to air. It's certainly a celebration of NITV and all the work that's uh, gone into making sure that we still, you know, have our own uh, national Indigenous television station and network. But it also celebrates our Indigenous media sector as a whole. And when we look around here over the past few days, the people that are in the rooms celebrating with NITV, they are very much been part of this amazing, strong uh, legacy that we have within Indigenous media. Um, so it's really special to be here and I really feel that this momentous occasion certainly has encouraged and influenced and I think really lifted everybody's spirits to keep doing the work within our own individual uh, media organisations and platforms and make sure that we stay connected as, as a sector and very much keep supporting NITV into the next 10 years. And how do you see Corey Mail and NITV working together to put the message out there? Um, I think the Corey Mail and NITV has always had a, had a really great relationship and supportive relationship. I think that can only get better. So what we're really looking forward to is obviously with the disruptions of the floods and, and COVID, the pandemic, um, how we can, you know, potentially go into 2023 with blank canvases on how we can create stronger partnerships, work better together, support each other, uh, you know, whether it's print, television, radio, make sure that the Indigenous media sector as a whole, on the back of these milestones of our our organisations, you know, 10 years, 20 years, Mail celebrated 30 years a few years ago. How do we make sure that we continue to support each other? And I think 2023 is a really exciting time to look forward to not only, I guess, the big conversations that are going to be happening around our nation, but making sure that we're staying connected within our sector as well. And a lot of the discussions in the panel, uh, one aspect that was really emphasised on was uh, language and Indigenous languages. And uh, this is even more poignant that we are right in the midst of uh, the international decade of Indigenous languages. Can you tell us a little bit more how you work towards that uh, goal of revitalising languages, making sure they thrive and not not die? And uh, the partnership, Kuri Mail, NITV, how they could work together to achieve. 
Yeah, and I said earlier, you know, I wanted to acknowledge the amazing work that's been done over the many decades within the Indigenous media sector by those that have come before us to make sure that our languages have been preserved, that our languages are being translated on the airwaves and, you know, that our uh, regional and our most remote Indigenous broadcasters have very much been part of that legacy of making sure that our languages are, you know, not only part of sharing stories and delivering messages within our our communities in the right way, but also celebrating the beautiful diversity of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander languages around this nation. And that still, we have over 200 languages and dialects that still exist in this country. So what I really hope is that moving on into the future, for the next generations that are coming through our sector and coming through our communities with that task of making sure that our languages continue to thrive and survive, but that the rest of the country celebrates that our languages still exist. We've got a lot of work to do and a lot of that work has to come from a wider Australian support, Uh, not just a wider Australian community to embrace and celebrate our languages, but absolutely from the government to make sure that they're filtering sustainable dollars, sustainable funding into our sector so that we can continue to do this work because we're talking about languages, we're talking about our DNA, we're talking about our birth names, we're talking about our place names. Uh, you know, this is, is so sensitive and special to us. And I think people really need to try and understand just how important that greater support is for our Indigenous media sector to make sure that the preservation, protection, celebration and learning of our languages is there for the many generations to come. What challenges do you see ahead? I think that greater support from the wider Australian community. So again, not not just in acknowledging that uh, you know languages are still very much part of who we are as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, but making sure that those people who are in positions and profiles where they can make these decisions, the key decision makers within the Australian political landscape and government, really acknowledge that how important this is, and that we've been doing the work. We've been doing the work for many, many years as a sector. You know, we're tired, we're exhausted, we're still having the same conversations around how important it is to fund this sector to do what we need to do and acknowledge that we know what our cultural responsibilities are. We, what we really want to encourage is uh, the wider Australian community, um, those key decision makers to acknowledge that they also can take on this cultural responsibility and support our sector through sustainable funding. Synergies that exist can be strengthened when I was in journalism school, I used to say that radio tells the story, mm. TV shows it, mm. and print media mm. tells it. Yep. So I think there's space for us to work together. In the yeah, absolutely. And I think um, within our own organisations, we create these amazing partnerships, whether it's, you know, the Mail had a partnership with ICTV around translating our stories uh, into language and being broadcasted through the ICTV channel. You know, there's other examples of really great partnerships and that connectivity within our own individual organisations with each other to make sure that we're continuing to do the work. And there's really great examples of how that can work. If you put that on um, a national scale and scope and go, here's the example, here's how it can work, we can actually do really great things here if we make sure that it's being adopted by the people who can generate 
that support for this sector to stay thriving and surviving for the future. And one more question, since we weren't able to cut you at the beginning of the year, you're very busy with our floods uh, in your area in Lismore. Lismore was going through very, very difficult times. Mm. You guys did an amazing work at the beginning of this year. Yeah, obviously nobody could have expected the year that was. February 28 was certainly one of the most challenging times that not only the Koori Mail has faced in its 30 years of history, but certainly our region has faced in its lifetime with the, the biggest flood that we've we've ever had. We, we could not have prepared ourselves for the amount of water that came in and inundated our town. And, uh, you know, 10 months on, we're still in recovery mode. You know, with the leadership of Koori Mail, you created something unique in the country that I personally, when I did a story, I said this sets a standard for emergency response. I think what it really um, showed was the willingness of a community response and the lack of response from the powers that be. So the whole, you know, 10 months of recovery, whether it was that first week when the waters had started to recede enough for us to assess the damage and the realisation just how badly affected our region was by the flood. It was the community that carried the people through, you know, their time of need and made sure that they were okay. Um, And then it was the community that helped us drive that support that we knew we needed to do to support people in their time of need. And, uh, you know, naturally, that's not the Koori Mail's day job. We're a newspaper, we're an Indigenous media organisation. But what we chose to do was make sure that we, we looked after people and that very much had to do with our response to our local Aboriginal communities as well and, and made sure that we acknowledge what our cultural responsibility was to look after our mob during that time. And Naomi, before I let you go, just a parting word... Uh, I really want to congratulate um, the entire NITV, you know, staff, those that, uh, you know, were part of those early days, um, those that have been part of the journey in between to now. Really want to congratulate NITV on this milestone. Ten years is a very significant milestone to celebrate. Certainly the partnership with NITV and SBS and the partnerships with uh, other media organisations, both Indigenous and non-Indigenous, to make sure that NITV has been able to get to this point is really important. So I think there's a lot of acknowledgement for the people who have been doing the work behind the scenes to make sure that NITV has gotten you know, to this uh, very special uh, celebration. Um, and certainly acknowledge Tanya and everybody else that's been uh, you know, part of the push and the fight to make sure that uh, NITV, um, you know, is now going to be available for, for our people and communities for another 10 years or more. And the great work that the Indigenous media sector does to make sure that we continue to share the stories and the voices of our people from around the nation. Naomi, congratulations again for the great work you did in Lismore and again, a very great presentation here at... Uh, the panel discussion of our World Indigenous uh, Television Broadcasters Network. And you're here representing the First Nations Media. Yeah, so representing um, First Nations Media Australia um, in a co-chair role um, and general manager of the Koori Mail newspaper, Australia's only national Indigenous uh, print newspaper. Um, So again, thank you so much for having me here, wishing everybody a safe journey home. And again, congratulations to NITV.